What's up everybody, this is your main man, Kel Breezy, and I'm back with another Friday 13th Jason movie rundown. And guys, it sad me to say that this is the one where this is Kane Carter's last time playing Jason. Any other Friday 13th movie you see from this point will not have Jason. Kane Carter is Jason. And I'm almost done with this franchise. And I just can't wait to rank these movies. And I have decided I'm going to go ahead and just, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do Freddy versus Jason. So that means I'm going to have to do Nightmare on M Street next. That way I don't have to, I can go ahead and rank the Friday 13 because I have to include Freddy versus Jason because Jason was in. So, yeah. Anyway, let's get into this movie, Jason X. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so now at this point, uh, Crystal Lake is now a science research labs area now. And somehow they have managed to capture Jason. I don't know how they didn't show how he's now they're just experimenting on him and trying to figure out how he can rejuvenate and last this long. And, and they want to transfer him to another location. I guess they have never seen a Halloween movie because every time you're talking about trying to transfer or transport a slasher killer somewhere it always goes horribly horribly effing wrong I mean go look at the Halloween movies every time they said my commodity can get transferred somewhere Halloween the first one we're gonna transfer him to another mental hospital he'll have he escapes and return home and kills teenagers Part four, oh, he's in the coma. We're gonna go ahead and transport him somewhere else. Oh, that's mad. Why he got him on coma? Let's go ahead and make him get a knee. Oh, he wakes up. No surprise. In part five, he's in, they got him chained up in jail. We're gonna transport him to another facility. Oh, somebody breaks him out and then Mike Myers is free. 2008 Halloween, we're gonna transport him from one mental hospital to another. Oh, somehow he breaks free and the bus crash and kill people and he's gonna kill free. So I guess they assume that Jason was gonna be any different. You got him chained up. Leave him there, but that doesn't work because he kills some young cadet, kills some more, kills a goofball scientist and his douchebag military dudes who want to transport him. And, and the girl was like, no, we got him. Let's leave him where he is and let's freeze him. Cryogenically freeze him. That was the plan. It happened, but after Jason broke free his chains and he chased down Ronan, played by Alexa Dwang. Hope I said that right. Sorry, I suck with names. And they had a good run. He chased her down and she managed to trick him and got him inside the cryogenic freezing chamber. She and his brother, yes, I got you, son of a bitch. And Jason just used his machete and just stabbed right through it and stabs her in the stomach, which all the cryogenic freezing elements are coming out and they're like, oh, gotta shut down this room and she gets stuck and cryogenically frozen with Jason. Now we're getting to the future. Things just get whatever. New line really just said whatever with these Jason moves at this point. Anytime you kill a you take a slash killer or whatever in the space, that pretty much means that they're done with this run of this franchise. I mean they're gonna end it there and eventually reboot it and do something different. That's Leprechaun. After he went up in space and came back, he wound up in the hood. Jason, on the other hand, after his, he just, next thing you know, he was back in Crystal Lake. Restart over again. Remake, reboot. 
I'm just saying, at the space, it's, they take you to space, that means your franchise is over, you're done, you're officially, officially over, you're dead. And that's how I feel that this is was with this franchise. Took them to space, means <sighs> it's over, we're done, Jason, this is the last movie. Poor Kane Harder did not go out on a great movie. This, cause this movie wasn't just bad, but it really wasn't good either. I mean, I like I said, I always like how they go with something, a different idea. But I just really felt like they was on a low budget because that set that they were using for like the space shuttle and stuff, they were on, it was like a little TV show that was more like a Nickelodeon in the 90s or something, or something that, you know, that some local school used to make for a space play or something. I don't know, they just looked very budgety. They said it looked like it was very low budget. And these names these kids have is kind of weird. Like, one dude named was Tursaron, and one kid named was Waylander, Azrael, Azrael, Kensa, Gecko, Geeko, or whatever. I don't know, man. He's kind of a weird kicker. Yeah, he has a weird name, dude. And the, the once again, they had a, they had a badass black dude in his Sergeant Broski. Badass. But, you know, these kids, they were like scientists. They trapped old Earth who just, you know, was old and wasn't livable anymore. It wasn't safe to live on. They traveled and they ended up coming to this Crystal Lake Research Lab facility. And they found Ronan and Jason and they took them on the ship. And they revived them. But Jason was on the phone. They thought he was dead. When Roman came to after they healed her wounds and woke her up and all that, Jason gave us one of the greatest kills in the Friday 13 franchise where he took the girl face and threw it like in was it was what is it called? Was it liquid ice? Like he just froze her face. I can't I can't think of what it's called. Liquid ice froze her face. When he put her face in it, froze her face instantly. And then he smashed it on the counter. It was dry blood everywhere. It was a great kill. It's creative and cool. So those guys being naive, and they thinking they can use Jason Voorhees to make money. Bad eye fucking deal. It was bad idea. It was stupid, 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 stupid. And Ronnie even knew it. Like every time Jason's the bomb, people catch him. They always try to flip it and try to make make money. And the scientist that she's talking to do like, <laughs> dang, I think she just know what her plan is, but. They thought he was dead. She told him, well, proof he did. Then show me the body. And Jason was up and gone on a killing spree. Some of these kills were okay, you know. Like I said, on the budget, went to stabs, and a couple head twists, and then a back break. It broke some kids back and threw them. If they killed them, I don't know. Stab. Broski, he stabbed him twice, but it didn't kill him. You know what I mean? There was this robot chick named KM. Like the dude turns around her whole full android woman named. KM. So they're pretty much trying to like get, get back to their home, but because of Jason Paul's wreck, hit the chaos, crashed into their little home and blew it up, and now they're just free balling in space, run out of fuel, gonna die in space. They know what I mean. It was bound to happen or die by Jason. But KM gets an upgrade and they get they got some outside help on the way to come transport them to another spaceship. On the way, but the girl KM gets upgrade and all this other stuff. She kicking Jason's ass like she literally kicked Jason's ass. And then you know, 
she shot his arm off, shot his leg off, blew a kidney out, like shot a shot through his kidney, and he had a big piece missing out his side, and then she blew his head off. Yeah, literally blew his head off. With all those shots, that's the only thing that stopped him blowing his head off. Yeah. Of course, that's not the end of the freaking movie, unfortunately. That's not it. That somehow the little nanobots, they just, the systems also stopped working. They made these new nanotech that give Jason a full upgrade. That's why the, the tagline of this movie was Jason X, evil gets a upgrade. We can get Uber Jason with a new metal mask and red eyes and metal body. He's like an android. He's like the evil version of Cable from the X-Men. That's the best way I can describe him. Like, go look at Jason, Uber Jason, and Cable from X-Men. Like, if you took regular Jason and you had Cable and you fused them together, you would get Uber Jason. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it either. But people think it was badass. It's just weird. And he knocked off Uber... The new KM head, and that he's chasing him again. Like at this point, bullets can't stop him. Bullets are bouncing off him. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. The sound effects kind of suck in this movie. But anyway, so. They're chasing him down. They got in a little space pod. Like they're trying to get away, but Jason just ripped the hole in their space. So. Yeah, and then the girl got sucked through the hole. And she's like, oh, this sucks so bad. Like, the script in this movie was just, ugh. and it's like they just had to have a sex scene in this movie, too. It was a sex scene. It was just kind of awkward. This would both Jason up. I guess he felt people, teenagers, having sex, unprotected, unmarried sex. I don't know. Even the scientist, dude, the lead scientist who got killed, who liked off Jason, just wanted his machete back. He was in some weird stuff with one of the girls. Like, she took, like, some tweezers, like, some big old tweezers, was squeezing his nipples. I want people who haven't seen the movie to see it because I want them to feel as uncomfortable as I was when I saw that this dude was getting off on his student, like squeezing his nipples. I don't know, man. That was just weird, yo. Nipple squeezing. Weirdos. Boy, whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know. Weird, 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 weird. But yeah, man, oh man, but you know, they're trying to get away and help the help that they had been calling for finally showed up, but they're trying to leave their ship that's about to blow up and there's to shits. Because they got bumps and detonators on it now. So they're trying to get away to the new spaceship that's gonna take them out here. Right? And they even said this is heck, they got credit in this movie. Now this was the only cool part was in the future in technology. Like KM's here, they plugged into the computer of the ship and they made up like this holographic scene that was like old Crystal Lake. It was two chicks. They're like, oh, we're teenagers. We want to do drugs and get drunk and drink and have unprotected unmarried sex. Then they get into they get into sleeping bags and Uber Jason like, oh, oh my gosh. I don't know what to do with myself. This is so exciting. I'm so very happy to be here. So he starts he picks up one girl in the sleeping bag and starts beating her with the other one, like he picked up one girl in the sleep bag, started swinging her, slamming her body against the other girl in the sleep bag, over and over and over again. Then one girl he was swinging it like a bat. He just slammed her little ass across across a tree, and that was it. And Jason's back on the hunt, like, oh, that was fun. 
back on the real mission. Kill these future nerds. Do, 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 do. They're like, that was quick. And so, right when Jay think he got him down, got him, it's over. My boy, Sergeant Broski, badass black dude. Broski, I think that's his name. He showed up to stop Jason. The ship explodes. But as the ship explodes, Jason is literally flying towards the spaceship that they're getting away. And they're like, no way this man survived this explosion. And he's flying towards us. Ain't that some crap? Really? 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 Yeah, that happened. Correct. That happened. But Sergeant Brosco went dead either, man. He was in his space suit. This thing, you know, he stopped flying. Like He intercepted Jason. Interception. I think that's what it's called. I'm not really big on football. But I think, yeah, he just like, I came out of nowhere. Bam! Tackle Jason. This thing, you know, they're flying towards Earth. And they went through the atmosphere and then they smashed to the ground. And two kids that was on the new Earth just chilling like, oh, oh, a shooting star. Make a wish. Then they kids like, Let's go check it out. It's landing in the lake. That's then we know we see just the mask of new Uber Jason's metal mask. And that was it. Of this series of the Friday 13 movies. Until we get the reboot. Until we got the reboot remake. It was a reboot to me, but it was a remake. But whatever. Pretty good movie to me. I enjoyed it. For the most part. But this, this was definitely... It's one of those movies where I like if they didn't make it, I would have been okay. I'd be okay if it never got made. But so that is the part I like that I really enjoy. Talk about things about this movie that people may know or may not know. Things that I knew or didn't know. Let's see how many of these fun facts that I found that I knew. But didn't know. <laughs> Jason X, aka the one in space. Whatever. Oh, let's get to it. Let's go. Come on. I'm just let's do this. So, number one, first thing about this, it was made because Freddy was Freddy versus Jason was stuck in developmental hell. Yeah, I kind of figured that. This like the only reason we got this damn movie, Jason X. It's, and just like Jason goes to hell, the only reason we got it because Freddy versus versus Freddy versus Jason was still trying to get figured out. Like, what can we do? We got both of these guys on the same damn name on the new line. And we can't come up with a, a, a script, director, writer, anything to make this movie. Sean Cunningham, new line poor millions, 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 millions into developing Freddy vs. Jason throughout the 90s. But I had nothing to show for other than a bunch of unproduced screenplays. By 1999, Sean Cunningham lost his patience and said yes to what he'd been turning down for years. Just make another dang Friday 13 movie. The person who finally got the yes out of Cunningham was Jim Isaac, a special effect coordinator for David Kornberg, who made his directorial debut, debut a decade earlier with the Cunningham produced The Horror Show. <sighs> what the fuck ever. Where did the idea for Jason Space come from? Funny, let's figure that out. Let's talk about that. During Jason's development, development process, director Jim Isaac, producer Noah Cunningham, 
Sean Cunningham's son, and screenwriter Todd Farmer kicked around any scenario, scenario they could think of, and typically, typically Jason in whatever. Jason in the hood, snow, underwater, the Arctic, LA fighting gangs, on safari, anywhere other than Camp Crystal Lake or in quote unquote New York or Vancouver or on a cruise ship. They even considered something involving a NASCAR circuit. Farmer had suggested his face because he knew Freddie Burch and Jason was on the way, and it'd be best if Jason X was set at the events of the epic battle. Yeah, so they need to jump into the future and go into space. Certainly did that. Oh my god. Again, if you take a character into space, then your franchise is over. I mean, think about um, like Hellraiser, Leprechaun, Critters. If you don't start in space, man, you take it space, it ain't gonna be good. That means it's over. Now, this is like aliens. Like I said, it has to start in space for it to really keep its momentum like aliens did. But uh, you take guys, killers that are based on Earth, space, yeah, it's pretty much over. So, the idea for Uber Jason came from a discarded Freddy vs. Jason script. One of the things which won over everyone to the, to the concept of Jason in space. Was the idea of the kid seemingly killing the hockey mask bastard halfway through, only for him to recreate into something even scarier in the future technology? You know, I was just talking about the fusion between Cable from X Men and Jason. We get Uber Jason. Yeah, thanks to nanotechnology. Thank you, Tony Stark. We were doing nanotech before you, but now we got it. I don't even care. So, Lexa Doing and Lisa Ryder had to be had to be released from Jason X by a certain date to start on Andromedia. Fuck that. Okay, Doing and Ryder both had a ridiculous run of good fortune at the start of the century, um, landing their roles in Jason X and sci-fi TV series. Andromedia at almost that same time. I don't care. I don't want to talk about it because I don't know what show they're talking about. What the fuck is that? What show is that? Probably some shit show that didn't last long. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Who didn't know this? They were constantly rewriting the script throughout production. Surprised anyone? Anyone surprised? Not me. I'm not surprised by one bit that they had to do a lot of rewrites. Like, oh no, that's not good enough. Let's rewrite this. So Isaac, Jim Isaac wanted the movie he directed to be funny. What? Tim Farmer wanted the script he wrote to have cool sci-fi and gunglo action. Noah Cunningham simply wanted to produce something that came in on time and on budget. Cheap asses. Anyway, Sean Cunningham, of course, just wanted a dang Fire 13 movie. So, executive producer, he went over all their heads and had the script rewritten. If Isaac had his way, this is how the movie would have started. And I quote, the kids, ends up, the kids end up falling through this floor into the space where Jason is cryo-freeze and all this stuff. During this, this search, one of them finds an old condom which has a Chef Life expiration date printed on it. This is the Friday 13th movie, right? 
So the smart ass kids should say, cool, let's test it out. To me, that's like a no-brainer. They should start having sex right there. Wow. Then that's what would make then <clears throat> then that's what would make the whole four fall out and bring them to Jason and put them in jeopardy. And you get a beautiful actress to take off her shirt. Yeah, I'm quoting not my words. I thought that was a fun way to start the movie in a sexy way it gives what everyone wants. But Sean said finding a condom is not going to make them want to have sex. It doesn't make any sense. So gladly Sean Cunningham made him cut that whole scene. Alright, that was stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah. So anyway, several of the characters own their names to EverQuest. Yeah, they owe their name. They owe their name to some crap game called EverQuest. It's not surprising considering Jason Xing the two characters playing a virtual reality game, but screenwriter Todd Farmer's was playing a lot of video games when he wrote the script. In fact, he named the characters Waylander and Tosseron after characters from EverQuest. Farmer even cameos in the movie as one of the guys killing killed during the virtual reality game. Wow. His name was Dallas in the movie. So, another fun fact, they actually rehearsed for a month. Rehearsed? You rehearsed for a Fire 13 movie? Why? Why did they rehearse? What were they rehearsing for? So, um, Jim Isaac wanted to act in his film to blow every other Friday movie out of the water. It did not. Um, the associate producer videotaped the rehearsals on the camcorder for Isaac, who reviewed them afterward to Get ideas from seeing his characters in action. The problem was with all the script rewrites. A lot of time, Isaac didn't even know if what the actors were rehearsing was still going to be in the movie. A lot of it was not. Dumbasses. Read, read, what? Are you serious? They rehearsing? We're going to rehearse for a movie over and over. You can't rehearse for a horror movie, especially, god dang it. And the script keeps getting re rewritten and stuff keeps getting taken out. I mean, what is this? is not no live play or no school, no soap school play. We're rehearsing for a play. We're not rehearsing for Broadway. Whatever, man. That's stupid, stupid, stupid stuff. I gotta stop finding these fun facts. They're not fun at all. They're kind of depressing. Like the worse the movie is, the more worse the facts that I find and stuff that I didn't know. So anyway, the angry girl Rowan male love interest was cut from the film four days into rehearsals. So I don't know if anybody noticed like the last three or four like Friday 13 films, I think it started like with part six. They start having male and female, they had a final girl and a final guy. They let the final girl and her boyfriend or Tommy Jarvis and the girl he was dating for part six. So she was supposed to have a love interest. Jason X originally meant to double down, double that by having two couples survive. You know, the 
robot girl Kim and her creator, Ronan and her love interest. But four days into rehearsal, they looked at the script and realized they had no real use for Ronan's male love interest. Get to kill them, I don't, who cares? Might take a lot more personal interest. I don't, know. I don't care, really. I'm glad they didn't do that. Alright, neither the casting director nor the director initially wanted to do the virtual reality scene. You know the scene where Jason was virtual reality, I said hologram. It was virtual reality where he the two girls he killed by the bags, that part. So among fans, the Friday 13th suite was often simply distilled down to one or two memorial sequences. Say that word. Sequences. Whereby, even if the film is total and complete shit, yeah, you can never take away how awesome that one scene was. <sighs> For Jason X, it goes to, you know, the two girls. You want to drink, smoke marijuana, and have premarital sex with us? Then he, they, he stuffed them in different um, sleeping bags and just. One girl just on the ground, the other one, he's more like a baseball about to kill the, to kill the other one. Yeah. However, neither the casting director, Robert Cook, nor the director, Chip Isaac, initially won any part of it. Cook was so adamant the scene was nothing but gratuitous nudity that she refused, that he refused to cast the roles of the two topless girls. Anyway, he eventually did it. Who cares? I don't know. These this movie just I'm not even done yet. Jeez, I got like three more. Well, four more. This one is David Cronenberg's cameo was done as a favor. But also because he wanted to get killed on screen. He played the um the douchebag doctor, like Ronan's science doc scientist doc, science doctor boss in the beginning. Like, no, we're gonna transfer Jason somewhere. We can experiment on him some more. So yeah. So he's the um, twisted mind behind you know body horror class like The Fly, nineteen eighty six. Essentially, loaned his normal Canadian base production crew to former protege Jim Isaac for Jason X. In exchange, he very much so wanted to cameo as a character who gets killed on screen. So he ends up the unlucky person a spear right through his back. Yeah, 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 who gives a damn? Oh, I'm so, so yeah, this next fun fact is what I was talking about earlier. It was liquid nitrogen, liquid nitrogen, where Jason put a girl head in. It was liquid nitrogen where he put the girl head in and he instantly froze and he picked up and smashed. That's what it was called, liquid nitrogen. Boom. So apparently Mythbusters disproved the liquid nitrogen head smash kill. Fuckers, I was ruining everything. So they just had to go and ruin. They did. They fucking ruined it. Like that was a cool thing. Like to believe or think that, like if somebody dunked their somebody's face in liquid nitrogen, it would literally just instantly freeze their head that damn quick. Fuckers. So in 2010, Discovery Channel's MythBusters actually tested out Jason X liquid nitrogen head smash kill. It turns out it doesn't quite pass the smell test. 
Ah. So anyway, I'm almost done with these unfun facts. It's the first feature length film ever to be complete entirely in a digital realm. So yeah. Interesting stuff there. Jason X was shot on a 35mm film and then transferred to high definition film to aid the creation of its extensive and elaborate visual effects shot. This made it the first featured length film ever to be completed entirely in the digital realm. At least that's what Jason X producer says. I mean, why would they lie? You know what I mean? Why would they lie? You hear that? You hear that, Christopher Nolan? Yeah. The digital revolution you so despised began with Jason X. Yeah. Choke on that. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's funny. So apparently this movie sat on the shelf for two years. Because like I said, they were so focused on getting Freddy vs. Jason put out there that um, it, it, it sat on the shelf for two years. Alright, Jason X wrapped filming in April 2000, but it was not released until April 26, 2002. Why? Because after years of controversy and a string of box office does like Little Nicky, you know, Little Nicky, the movie where Adam Sandler was the son of the devil. His mom was an angel in heaven. He had to face like, you know, yeah. Oh my gosh. In 13 days, New Lines president of production, Michael DeLuca, was finally fired in January 2001. That's not cool. Anyway, I'm looking for you. This movie came out in 2001. How was it released? They say it was No, this can't be days wrong, but I can't believe that this thing was sitting on the shelf two years, though. Who cares? I, I really don't care. So, anyway, he was the only person at the studio who actually believed in Jason. I can see why he got fired. His replacement didn't know what to do with it, so they just let it sit on the shelf unwilling to send the sentence to a direct the video death, but also hesitant to put in the theaters. So anyway. Jason X again leaked the line By the time it hit theaters, the hardcore fans had long since had the chance to see it already. Where was I at then? If I was all this on goddamn on, online, if I saw this leaked online, I've been one of the main people saying, Don't put this movie out, don't release it, put it straight to DVD. Oh no, but I don't know. I'm, I like Kane Hart, he's my favorite Jason. So, his last movie, last hoorah. All right, let's get to the, the damage, the kills in this bad boy. How many body counts? How many people did he kill? What's the body count? What's the total damage? How much business he take care of? 24 people died in this movie. Yeah, 24. Like I said, most of the kills wasn't much to remember. A lot of it was like stabs or breaking someone's neck. 
break them in half, they break their back. The only kid I really remember was the first time when Jason first got killed when she came shot his leg and arm off like him looking like Chucky in part one and blew his head off. That's what he looked like. You remember at the end of Child's Play 1 when Andy's mom, Mrs. Barkley, shot Jason, I mean, Chucky's head off and shot his leg off and shot his arm off? Yeah, that's what he looked like. Speaking of Jason, uh, what was what was with that like cloth they just put like that, that brown leather cloth that was just like uh, on top of his clothes? Then he had, like fingerless, fingertipless gloves on. What the fuck? Why? Did he have little strands of hair? It was weird, dude. Anyway, at eleven million, Jason X cost three times as much to produce as any other prior Friday films. Really, really. You wouldn't believe they paid. They spent that much money on this movie. Like they spent like two million. Okay, maybe five million dollars to make this movie. Eleven. Get the fuck out of here. Whatever. But it became the lowest grossing entry in franchise history. No shit. Andy was just thirteen point one million domestic. Again, um, who's surprised here? Who is surprised? Not I. I'm not. I am not surprised by one damn bit. This movie, it, I don't want to say it sucked, but it just wasn't great or good either. It was all right. You know, you want to kill some time where you want to watch a movie that you know you don't care about falling asleep on. I would definitely suggest this movie. I'm saying that in closing. This is a great movie to fall asleep on. Like, if you just finish eating and you're good and full, like, oh my God, this is a great meal. Like, just eat your, like, your favorite meal in the world. Like, if you just had like a big ass sandwich from like Lenny's or Subway or Firehouse Sub or whatever, and you had some chips and some cookies and a soda, like, you're like super full. I just want to go to sleep. Oh, let me put on Jason Nix. Trust me, you won't make it through the first act of this movie because you're going to be like, oh man, this movie's stupid, man. What the hell? Like, how the hell are they? Capture Jason, and now they want to transfer him. <laughs> you're asleep. Seriously, like you're gonna be done. This is a great movie to fall asleep on. That's the only thing this movie is great for falling asleep on. Oh my gosh, you do know this means in my ranking where this movie will be in my ranking. I will have to take some really consideration about this movie, but anyway, uh, boys and girls, chicken, ducks, dogs, everything in between. Main man killed Breezy kills world on all major podcast platforms. I'm also now on Teespring and I am selling Kills World's gear and wrestling rent 901 attire as well. You know, um got that stuff in the works. Teespring don't have a search option anymore, but if you guys can, you guys hit me up. I I can definitely get that to you guys. Yep, I can get you, you know, I can get you the link to send you send you guys the link. I will have the link. You know, it's gonna be popping up, gonna be around, so yeah. Anyway guys, you're in Kale's world, it's a fun place, it's a loving place, it's a happy place. One love and I am out of here. <laughs>